that explores the joys and challenges of being creative so that you can move more easily into telling your own damn story. Hey, Alex Simmons, how you doing, man? I am doing fine, 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 and double fine. Thank you very much, Christopher Ryan, author yes, extraordinaire. <laughs> Alex Simmons, Chris Ryan here with Tell a Damn Story, and we are January. really excited because... In 2023, we are reformatting, rebirthing, rebooting, and renewing Tell the Damn Story. That's a lot of reading, yeah. Yes, we are. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you're going to have um, our uh, new structure is going to be uh, discussing creative challenges. That's disgusting, not disgusting. No, right, right. Discussing, not disgusting. Yeah, discussing. Right. Um, Alex will have one. I'll have one, and then we're going to give you one and see what you can do with it. And then we're going to have a check it out section where uh, Alex will speak about, and then I will speak about something that we recently experienced that was a little bit of inspiration, and we thought maybe we should share it with you. And ladies and gentlemen, at long last, through so many requests through our audience, yes, we are finally doing it. We're making... As a part of the regular show, a special feature every week, <laughs> Alex Simmons's Time Machine. Time, 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 time machine. You know it, you love it, and now you're going to have it. Then we'll remind you what your challenge is, and we're out of there. So that's a pretty good structure. Alex, what do you think? I think that's a pretty good structure. So what do you, oh no, that's right, you just said that. Yes. <laughs> But, you know, we're doing this because, folks, you know, we, as you know, those of you who have been following us for, what, however many years, but certainly over 240 episodes, um, we try and cover a lot of material. We try and share as much information as we can. And sometimes, you know, we just get deep, deep, deep into it and don't get to hit all the bells and buttons that we would like to. So we're going to try this to be a little bit more structured, share more information, more concisely, and again... You guys are going to give us your feedback. We're going to find out from you how well this goes over. Let us know so what you either think. way. All right. So let's go Chris to uh, part one. Alex, what was your challenge, your creative challenge of the week? Well, my creative challenge for the week, Coach, uh, is how to choose the right plot. Uh, you know, that's, that's sort of a, a difficult thing that, you know, not only, you know, myself, obviously, you know, and I've had a number of years doing this. But a, a number of my students and everything, they, they, they run into it. It's how do you pick the right idea to turn into that short story or that novel or, or whatever it is that you want to work so on the play or whatever. students, that so, film, yeah. Yeah, right. So I think it depends on a few things. And I'm just going to try again, be very concise here. Mm -hmm. You can, for me anyway, I tend to, you know, sometimes it's, it's about what's the goal. Uh, and ideas, a couple of ideas come to me. And maybe they, they seem like, yeah, they're kind of equal in balance of appeal. And then I'll go, yeah, but what do I want to get out of this one? And what would I want to get out of that one? And sometimes the goal or the theme of the story speaks to me, you know, one speaks to me stronger than the other. So sometimes it's the goal or the theme of the story that will help me make that decision. Sometimes it's the genre. You know, I've written mysteries. I've written comedies. I've written drama. I've written some uh, factual uh, and biographical material. 
And sometimes the genre speaks to me. I'm, I'm, I want to do an action-adventure story or the science fiction thing or this horror thing came to me. And that's the appeal. So sometimes I'll pick from that. Um, other times it could be, you know, the character, you know, designing the character or, I'm sorry, not the character, the, uh, the knowledge of the subject. That's what I meant to say. Sometimes it's the knowledge of the subject. How much do I know about this subject? You know, it may be a great idea, but if I'm going to have to do a lot of research, then I, you know, maybe I don't have the time to do that kind of concise research. So I'll put that idea on the shelf for a better time when I can put the proper amount of energy and effort in. I would in. add that I have seen you over the years become very enamored of a subject and yep. dive into research and then be inspired. Yep. You know, Absolutely. Uh, for me, that happened with Masa Musa which became a Black Jack story we worked together. But yeah, so sometimes it's what you know and sometimes it's what you want to know, right? Right, exactly. So again, that will impact sometimes on making that decision. Timetable, again, just like with research, do I have enough time to do proper research? And I, sometimes it, it, maybe it's a deadline. Maybe someone hands you an assignment and says, look, I want you to come up with a plot and you've only got two weeks. You right. know, or you've got five weeks or you've only got a few months. So again, that might, you might come up with three or four different ideas, but which one are you going to be able to pull off professionally, you know, put in your best effort, turn on the best material in the time frame that you have? So that's another one, timetable. And then last but not least, gut. <laughs> What's your gut reaction? Yeah. You know, sometimes it's really about, yeah, these, these are great ideas, but this one, wow, this one really, it gets my energy going. It's get my blood flowing. It gets, my eyes get huge. You know, my, my brain, I can't stop thinking about it 24-7. Right, right. So sometimes you just got to go with your gut and, and again, see how it, it works out in the end. So that's, that's, cool. that's my, uh, my challenge and that's how I deal with it. And that's also a little bit of how I tell my students to think. Excellent insights. Excellent insights. Okay, challenge, challenge of the week for me? Yes, what's the challenge of the week for Mr. Ryan? Mr. Ryan. Uh, ending endless fussing <laughs> and submitting work, right? Ah. Um, I can get really fussy, especially uh, when I know uh, there's a submission deadline, mm. you know, and at a certain point, it's just fussy for fussy's sake or procrastination. You know, so I have a little bit of a um, rule of thumb list, right? Um, well, let's say you're working on a story. First draft, it's down and dirty. Just getting the story out. Don't worry about mistakes. Don't worry about fine tuning anything. Just get from beginning to end as quickly as you can. Boom. Draft two, you're going to read it over for clarity and you're going to make notes. Mm-hmm. Right, what's missing, what needs to be moved, all that sort of stuff. Draft three, you're going to rewrite from the notes and you're going to work on uh, character and story effectiveness. Mm. Right, and then draft four, final polish and proofreading, and that's it. Now, part uh, draft four is where I can do draft four seven times. Mm -mm. You, you know, you have to be clear about it. Um, so, well, how much time should we spend on it? What I usually, what I uh, suggest for an experiment for yourself to see if it works for you is uh, just see how long that first down and dirty draft uh, took. If that took two days, then give each other draft 
two days. Mm-hmm. If it took one day, then just one day, you're going to write a quick piece of flash, flash fiction or a quick essay or whatever. So whatever the first draft is, boom. And don't try and drag it out. You got to be honest with yourself. Um, and then you have to assess honestly, right? Go through it and it's a double-edged sword. Assess honestly, is this, is this working? Is there problems? But also, am I just procrastinating? You know, mm-hmm. and honesty with yourself, that's when you separate uh, the hobbyists from the professionals. You know, yep, it's done. Let's move it out. Um, can I ask you a quick question? Yes, you can, sir. Because you mentioned procrastination twice, and I think that's really <coughs> important that you've mentioned that. Sure. Um, what would you say is one reason, just one, that you sometimes find yourself procrastinating? Everybody, every writer has the same thing. It's fear. Fear that it's not good enough. Fear that... Um, if I just looked at it one more time, that would be the polish that would put it over the top. Mm. And sometimes you polish it so much that you ever polish shoes so much that they start getting dull again, you know, <laughs> that's what could happen. So you have to have in the, the, the four steps that I gave will hopefully give you a nice, solid, readable, clean piece that you can submit and, you know, so an editor might say, all right, I need you to work on this part or, you know, these edits. That's a happy problem to have. So there we go. Perfect. So now we had said that we would do our challenges of the week. Yep. But that we would also new feature, interactive feature. We're going to <laughs> offer an, a challenge for this week for the audience. And ladies yeah. and gentlemen, this week... Our initial, our inaugural, our first challenge of the week for you is going to be delivered by the legend himself. Yeah, Alex. By the legend himself. Actually, he couldn't be here, so I'm going to take over. Okay, no, Alex. Alex, What do you got for people? So, what? Very simple. Here, folks, here's what I want you to do. Uh, I want you to uh, let us know what is your toughest writing challenge. That's it. Simple, clean. When you can sit down to write whatever it is, your your play, your book, your short story, your flash fiction, your poetry, what is the thing that that trips you up more often than not? Uh, Just, you know, come up with that and then just write down, just again, like even a short couple of words, two things you could do to help you get over that problem. Okay? So what is your toughest writing challenge? And then what are two things, two realistic things that you might be able to do to help you get over that challenge? Now, Alex. Yes, Chris? For every challenge, we have to have a reward. Oh, my goodness. And I happen to have a bunch of copies of our Rapid Read series. The Blackjack Rapid Read series? The Blackjack Rapid Read series. That treasure trove. Each week, the winner, and you and I will look and we'll pick a winner from the comments. And that person will be sent, we'll we'll DM you or we'll we'll announce it and you'll have to DM one of us. We'll figure out how that works. Um, But I will mail you an autographed copy of one of our blackjack. Yes. Yes, so I'm going to be driving over to Alex's house sometime next week with a boatload of them. So that we are have them ready to go, and we're gonna just get our arms full of. I tell you what, though, Alex, it's not gonna be as bad 
as Grady Hendrix had to do this week. He he had it. If you look on social media, look up Grady Hendrix. He had a a, a post recently where there was a, like it looked like a warehouse room full of his latest book. It's a haunted house book, right? And he signed. Oh God, I want every say, one of them. I want to say it was three hundred and ten. Pounds. It was some crazy. It was hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, maybe thousands of copies of the book. And he spent all day. I think he had one half an hour break, and Writing he went through name. six pens or seven pens from brand new pen to out, and wow. he signed all of them for promotional purposes. We won't be doing that many, but we're gonna we're gonna be doing it. So, ladies and gentlemen. Get your thoughts going on your toughest writer's challenge. Uh, we will remind you at the end of this, uh, and when you're, we'll remind you at the end of the episode, and you can win autographed copy of one of Blackjack's adventures. Hot dog. All right. So, goody, let's, goody. We, our, our next section of our newly reformed Tell the Damn Story is our check it out section. Alex, what do you want people to check out this week? Well, actually, what I checked out this week and what I think, you know, they might, it, every now and then I have to try and get more organized. <laughs> you know, I'm an improvisational kind of guy. You know, I, I like winging it. I did some stand up for a few years and all that kind of stuff. And um, even my creativity to a certain degree is is sort of flexible. And I'm, I'm not trying to change that too much. But the better organized you are in terms of preparation to do your work or sometimes when you have multiple assignments or multiple responsibilities, the more that you can organize and prioritize, the cleaner your desk is, the, the easier it is for you to flow through things, and certainly you are uh, relieved of a great deal of anxiety about unfinished stuff or the tons of stuff waiting for you. So I joined um, um, a program called Life Hack. Uh, that's Life Hack. And uh, they're helping me get organized. And I must admit that I was really, really uh, inspired by uh, the plan, one of the plans they have for planning out your week in advance. Not waiting until Monday to figure out what you're going to do until Friday, but starting on Friday of the prior week or even on Saturday and taking your calendar and taking your task list and actually looking at the A, the priority, the thing that's going to move the needle the most that, that you really need to work on, prioritize that, and then lay everything else out behind that over the five to six days and really look at your calendar and plot your time, not to the point of minutia or micromanagement, but to the point of actually knowing what you have to do in what order and then getting to it. And I was so excited about this because I have a wonderful avalanche of things about to happen to me this month. And mm -hmm. I wanted to, you know, I want to get everything right. I want to do everything right. I want to be there for the students that I'm going to be working with. I'm going to be, be there for the appearances I'm going to be making. And I was like, and I realized, you know, mm, organize. And once you organize, not only am I now clearer about my timetable, but also it freed my mind to come up with some fun things that I'm going to be able to add to the experiences and the classes that I'll be working on. So I find that the right amount of organizing, the right amount of structure, can be very liberating. 
And so that was that was my thing. So I would suggest and if people want to look, look into that. that. Where where can they find life hacks? Um, Lifehackmethods.com. I'll put it go. in our um, comment section, but it's lifehackmethods.com. All right. Now that's not a paid commercial. No, it's, it's not. Alex and is having no, a good time. We're not affiliates. We're not getting any right. money if you do. You know. Now, if they want to send it. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> For me, I have just, um, and again, the check it out are things that inspired us or energized us uh, in a creative way. So mine for this week is The Banshees of Inishara. Um, it is uh, currently in like art house theaters. It's in, in the movie houses, uh, but it's also on HBO. And um, it's, um, it's sad and funny and very Irish and very moving um it's beautifully beautifully shot lots of sunsets uh, it just uh it's uh, filmed in an island right off of ireland and legendary for how beautiful it is and they take full advantage of that um this movie will stay with you it's about time running out it's about priorities uh, making them awkwardly or making them, you know, um, and self-assessment and, um, creatives do that a lot. Right. So it's, it, it is beautiful. Oh my God. So that's my check it out. Um, and once we do the two check it outs, ladies and gentlemen, that's when things get really exciting. But before you do that, say the title again. Sure. It is the Banshees of Inishara. Inishara. Yeah. We'll also and put that in the comment section because I'm sure there's an interesting spelling to the title. Oh, well, it's Irish, you know, so it's Banshees, B-A-N-S-H-E-E-S. And to the best of my memory, Inishara is I-N-N-E-S-H-E-R-R-A, though I could like be Like I said, lost. we're going to put that in the comment section. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, if, if once you get close to it, it since it's a current film... It'll, you know, Google mm -hmm. will complete it or whatever. But it's, I know it's in local art house films, uh, film houses, and it's also on HBO and it's beautifully ah, done. Streaming too. Yeah. Uh, great cast. Uh, you've seen them in a bunch of stuff. There you go. All right. But I'm excited. I, I can't wait another second because, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> officially for the first time, it's Alex Simmons' time machine. <laughs> Time, 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 time. Throw that switch, Tommy. <laughs> In Alex Simmons' time machine, Alex Simmons goes through his legendary lifespan and picks something that was inspiring for him that we might be able to go back and be inspired by. Alex, the controls are yours. You know, it's funny because you, you, you enjoy this a thousand times. <laughs> You know, more than I do, and I I enjoy it tremendously, but I enjoy watching you enjoy. So, so much Okay, fun. so this week uh, I'm going to talk about um, adaptations and inspiration and character development and, and topics that are timeless. Uh, and in particular, the film that I'm going to point out is uh, a classic called 12 Angry Men, yeah. which was originally filmed in 1957 with uh, Henry Fonda and... Uh, Oh man, uh, Edward G. Marshall, uh, E.G. Marshall, not Edward, E.G. Marshall, 
and Lee J. Cobbs and a number of other very strong and powerful character actors. I would say a baker's dozen. Yeah, fantastic <laughs> but actors. Yes, because the, <laughs> the two other uh, jurors were excused. But it's, a, it's not played as a mystery story, but it's about these 12 jurors who are sequestered in a room to determine the, the fate of this young Hispanic boy who's been charged with murdering his father. And the way the story is told, it is not really the focus on the mystery as much, although there is a mystery, but it's focused more on the characters. What do we as individuals bring into a room where a life or death situation has to be made based on our judgment and awareness and our observations? And it's, it's, it's the whole jury system explored in this drama, which was originally a play and then a TV uh, video for television and then eventually this feature film. So the thing about that is, again, each one of the jurors does come into this room with his own baggage, and that baggage is explored as we move forward through the story, and it's really wonderful to how that works. I have watched this film several times over the years, and I sure. also use it in my, my classes, and the students, young and old, have gotten into it and love it or at least appreciate a lot of what's happening in this. It's just remarkable in terms of character study and moving a story along, keeping the suspense, keeping the tension. In 1997, they did a made-for-TV version of this film with a diverse cast. 1957 was all white males. In 1997, it was all male, but from different backgrounds. Edward James Almost was in it, um, and I do not remember the entire cast, but it was black and Hispanic, and it changed the dynamics in terms of the racial uh, tension that existed in the first one. But in other ways, it sort of brought forth a different kind of conundrum about how people, again, from different backgrounds and maybe in some ways similar backgrounds, still brought their own stuff into the right. room. Right. And yet they have to make a decision about the life and death uh, fate of this individual. Yeah. I find uh, that the 1957 version mm -hmm. still speaks to me, you know, in a much more strong yeah. and an authentic manner. There were some yeah. things about the 1997 version that I think they, they, I really wish they had worked more on and developed further to make it feel more authentic and more, you know, more gritty. But nevertheless, the topic, right. the jury system, and even the system of what do people bring from their own lives, their own problems, their own prejudices into a situation where they have to make a judgment about someone else. That's top of mind topic, especially with what's been going on the past few years, and how does our judicial system even work? Is it fair? So forth and so on. So I think that looking back at the older version and looking at the one that was made uh, 30 years later, and I'm sure there have been some versions in theater. Yeah, well, I would, add, I would add. I think that that's something to look at and really explore in terms of how do I deal with a, a timeless topic. I would add that friend of the show, Cassine uh, Gaines, uh, directed 12 Angry People ah. that mixed in gender as well. So, you know, when you go to uh, on a trip in Alex Simmons' time machine, you find a gem that, that um, sometimes uh, can continue to evolve because it is, uh, it is such quality. And that's, you know, that's really, uh, 
That's what Alex Simmons is all about, ladies and gentlemen. I, I would I would hope that Cassine's thing is videotaped because I would love to see it sometime. Because again, we'll have to ask him. I don't know the story. The story, and I'll, I'll just make this quick. The story shifts from the '57 to the '97. I'm sure whenever Cassine did his more recent, um, the story lens shifts with the diversity or inclusivity of the cast. Oh yeah. It it and it it's not a bad thing when done right, it just opens up other possibilities. And I think as writers and working with characters whether it's fictitious or bringing some characters from your real life into a story, the more you can look at the story through those lenses, the more intriguing and the more levels your story will have. I agree. And that was Alex Simmons' Time Machine, ladies and gentlemen. Da, 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 da. Da, da. Alex, can you please remind us about the audience challenge for the week? Yes, yes. Funny you should mention that, Chris. Because the audience challenge for this week, the first week, is, all right, what is, I want you to write to us and let us know, what is your toughest right writing challenge? Okay, that's the first one. What is your toughest writing challenge? And what are two things you can do to help you overcome that challenge. Two realistic things that you can do to overcome that toughest writing challenge that you're and Knock that out in three sentences right down in the comments section. And remember, we will pick the best one or the one that we say, oh, this is, this <gasps> is something that uh, stands out. That's there's right. no best. Up, Everyone has, out. Everyone's own stands thing in. is great. But uh, one that stands out, or we will send autographed copy of one of Blackjack's adventures. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank if you, you thank wanna you, thank you. If you, there you go. There you go. If you want to find out where I am, you can go on social media at uh, Chris Ryan Writes. You can find me. Where can they find you, Alex? They can find me uh, on my website, Simmons Here and Now. That's SimmonsHereAndNow.com or on Instagram at Alex Simmons Says. Boom, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Boom, boom, boom. This has been... Uh, Tell the dance story, reborn, rebooted for 2023, ladies and gentlemen. And we'll be here next week, That's next right. Sunday. That's Boom. right. Every Sunday because we love you. Demanded. Oh, no, that's something else. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Alex, good to see you. We'll see you again. Same, Chris. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Peace, everybody.